This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Yeah, dude. That sounded like he was falling asleep. <laughs> he was falling asleep. It was like that thing you do on Quaid. <laughs> that was Eric Laurie. And this is Ramu. Hi. You had, you had the attitude of you weren't going to say a thing until I said <laughs> your name. I know. I wasn't sure did. if I should. Because I was like, oh, the th- it totally did sound like that thing you do. It was very reminiscent. Yeah. But I was like, do I talk yet? I the, wasn't sure. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Do. That was a great movie, by the way. That it was a great movie. That's a great fucking song. I heard it again <laughs> recently. Didn't Tom Hanks write that song or movie or he something? He wrote the like movie. That? The guy oh. from Fountains of Wayne wrote that song. Wow, Stacy's mom. I didn't know. Oh, okay. What yeah. a great get is when you write a movie and then it also has a great song in it, and then it's like, oh, we can use this song because it was written for the movie. Can you it's imagine perfect. the pressure? Like it all hinges. Like that guy has to write a super catchy song. It's all about like a one, like a yeah. The biggest hit, you know. Is it hard to write a catchy song, or is it hard to write a good song? Like, Both. is 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 it easier to write a catchy song if it doesn't have to be quote unquote good? I guess, like, what do they say now? There's that. There's like just the pop machine, and yeah, there's like a formula. But I don't know if it, if there always was a formula, or like at least a system like there is now. When that movie was written, it was probably kind of hard. Yeah. I think catchy songs though are good. I think we, yeah. we get too stuck on what's you know what's good. Hey. You don't have to tell if me you're twice. I'm it in all the about shower, that top it's a good 40. Song. It's I'm a good in song. it. Is it. Yeah, it doesn't like yeah. the human body doesn't I don't know. Yeah, know. like if you hate pop music, it do you Get still do you still <laughs> listen to it and it's just as catchy but you don't like that it's catchy? Like when I hear like uh Megan Trainer song and I'm like oh I really like it because it's stuck in my head my thing is no my son is I do no. like that one and right. I, yeah I don't care for her but I do like that right. one it's catchy it so, is catchy so if you hate that song like oh that's such a pop song and right. I don't like, like catchy you, songs is Beethoven getting stuck in your head <laughs> yeah or does it get stuck in your head and that's a negative thing or does it not get stuck in your head at all because you don't like I it I think it gets stuck in their head they just don't want to talk about it 
we're clearly a room full of people that like top 40. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll tell you what top 40 thing I don't like is um, Nick Jonas. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure which one he is. Which one is he? There's Nick and Joe He's, that yeah. are like, doing things now, right? Nick Jonas is the one who's like, uh, I still get jealous, which I okay, really don't. I like, don't like his I lyrics, like but that song's catchy. I don't, and I don't like that song. And then he has a new song that's uh, all about getting closer, and it's that's also really bad. I don't know. I li- Whatever. This isn't... It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut myself off, because I could talk about this for literally nine like, more seconds. Yeah. And another song I don't like. Uh, Ramu, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Ramu is a podcaster on the HeadGum Network. Yeah, I am. Black Girls Talking. Um, Black Girls Talking is, uh, it's for black girls talking. Yes. It's great because the- But not for black girls talking. Oh yeah, it's for black girls listening. It is both. (laughs) It's for both. It's for black girls talking. We are for black girls talking and for black girls listening. And for anybody else, but like we're not, we don't care if you aren't here for us really. Yeah, is your- Just kidding, listening, listen to us. (laughs) I like that vibe. Is your target demo uh, black girls? Yes. Uh, do you want just like ours is Jewish boys, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> little Jewish boys? Oh, come here, little Jewish boys! Put on your kippah, little Jewish boy. Let me let me follow you home, Jew boy. Yes, Ooh. just like that, just like that. <laughs> uh, but I think your show sort of transcends that. No, like yes, it's I mean, not just do... for that specific audience. Like I can I'm... listen to it. I, I remember I was listening to we recorded a live podcast at South by Southwest at our mm-hmm. house. And it was so interesting. I was sitting, oh, yeah. I'm like sitting there with a recorder, the Zoom recorder listening, and it's four black girls talking and 25 black people <laughs> in a room and then me recording it. And I'm like, I feel like I'm a fly on the wall of a conversation I wouldn't necessarily hear otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I think that is good to hear. I'm glad that you felt that way. And I, I think that sometimes we do get emails like from white people and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. But we don't really care if they're not. Like, What's a good email versus like, a hey, bad? It's like, hey, I'm really learning from you guys. Like, And when people acknowledge, when they, when white people say to us, like, you don't need to acknowledge that I'm doing a good thing by, like, listening to you and saying you're, like, it's, you don't have to respond to this. Uh, That's always nice yeah. when we right, get when that. It, they're not asking for that attaboy. Right. And, they're, like, yeah, they're not asking Hi, for I'm us. I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. But, but you we, also, you reviewed like a Drake album on there. And yeah. that felt like it was for me too. I, I, I got yeah. into it. Okay. Yeah. We do like certain bonus apps where they're with people that like one or two of us are really into. So that was definitely an Alicia episode. I'm Drake. sure. The Drake. We, she does Drake watch. Yeah. I'm the Bieber watch. But she oh, you love Drake. Bieber? Oh my God. I fucking love Justin Bieber. <laughs> so you do. I love him. And how do you feel Talk about, about Drake. great pop songs. I like, I don't really have that many feelings about Drake. Yeah. You know, oh, really? It's fine. That's interesting because you wouldn't That's guess... How I feel about Justin Bieber. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Get you, out of here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't guess by looking at you that like, Drake's fine, whatever, but Bieber is your favorite. <laughs> Bieber, I'm a little worried about him recently, but I do love him. Recently? Fall off that he's stage. like super depressed. If you go on oh, his no. Instagram, he's like... Like he did a, it was like a FaceTime. It was just a selfie, but it was a FaceTime, and the the caption was like, "Where are you now when I need you?" And I was like, "Pick up the fucking phone. Who is he calling? Why are you not answering his phone?" Like he's screaming out for help. Fever alert. Fever alert. Fever's not doing well. Uh, well, we have some emails from some people who aren't doing well either. Okay. Uh, but we. That was a great segue. Yeah. I tell you that, dude. Sorry, I just wanted to talk about pop songs even more. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, and those people are Nick Jonas. I mean, I just. uh, (laughs) He still gets jealous. 
<laughs> it is his right. It is his right to be hellish. Uh, these are... Uh, oh, sorry. I should say that this is an advice show, an advice podcast. If anybody's listening for the first time, big remove fans that are like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll check out this other show that she's on. Uh, I'll bite. Uh, if you're, what you're listening to is If I Were You. It's actually an advice podcast, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by myself and Jake. Sometimes Hello. it's just Jake and I dispensing wisdom. Sometimes we have a friend in the room. Today we have Ramu in the room. Should I Very say your last excited. name or it doesn't matter? You can say my last name. Do you know how to say my last name? Why don't you say just Sar. 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 Ramu Sar in the house. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, so <laughs> these are questions. Real, real emails from real people. Uh, do you know how it works, how we give them fake names? I do know how it works, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to give these people fake names just to preserve their anonymity. The first one is written by a British boy. Do you have a British boy's name? Harry Styles. That's actually a really British boy's name. That's crazy. Is that his real name? That's crazy. I think so. Where his, actual, his full name is Harrison Stylish. Oh, that's mm. really good. <laughs> uh, where does he land on your uh, Drake to Bieber scale? He's not on my scale. Oh, he's not, not even on it. Wow, really not that good. He's, no, he's not on Shout it. Shout off he's into the stratosphere. I love you, Harrison <laughs> Stylish. <laughs> uh, Harrison Stylish writes, Sticky Sitch, I suck at math, so to get grind from my what uh so i get grinds from my hot neighbor is that a british term i think it's a british term for like she's tutoring him uh she has a tiny little dog a jack russell i think anyway every wednesday when i go for the grind i have to walk from the gate to the front door ring the bell and wait for an answer the problem is this little dog is vicious it waits for me at the gate beckoning me to enter nipping at my ankles until i'm safe and then I have to face it all over again after an hour of math. To make matters worse, my hot neighbor will always insist his bark is bigger than his bite. He's harmless. Or my favorite, don't worry, he won't bite. When the truth is, he bites me every time, sometimes twice. Last time the little bitch nipped me, he drew blood. My ankles are in agony and I can't even focus on the math. I don't want to tell my neighbor to lock the dog away when I arrive because I'll seem like a coward. And I've said it twice now, and she's indeed hot. <laughs> what should I do? Should I just show her the bite marks? Sometimes I run through the garden as if I was late for the math lesson just to get inside faster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, you guys, or for listening to my question. Let me know what I should do. Love. Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. You love I Harry love Styles this. or this Harry Styles? I love this Harry Styles. This is not where I was seeing this. I did not see this question going here at all. <laughs> an angry biting doggy boy. No. Uh, I had a di- I had an angry biting dog growing up. Have Chico. you ever experienced it? Yeah, Chico. Um, no. We had a dog growing up, but he was a barker. He yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. So I but didn't. Wasn't a biter. I didn't even know biting dogs existed until Chico entered my life. This little uh. 20-pound American Eskimo uh, fluff ball. Very cute, but he had this little tooth that wouldn't stay in his mouth when he closed oh, his mouth. Tooth that won't quit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, would, he was so protective and uh, annoying that he would, like, if you stood close to his food, he'd growl, like, Urgh. and then you're like, oh, shit. And that means like Chico's on high dogs. alert. But then if you took fucking one inch forwards or back because he smelled fear, he would bite you. And I'm not talking about For, my wait, friends. He lived to be, like, 15? Yeah, he, he refused to die. 15 years <laughs> of He that. stared God in the face and growled and bit his fucking 
his ankles and God's like, no, stay Were alive. Were you happy when Chico died? Uh, I wasn't happy. It was a little sad because by the end he was so old, his back legs didn't even work. He was urinating. My mom had to cut human diapers in half and oh, put it no. on him. So even Poor Chico, Chico, uh, Chico as uh, evil doggy in his old age, still get, garnered some sympathy because he, he was an old white fluff ball of a dog. But when he was in his prime, I had friends that wouldn't come to my house because they were legit scared to see Chico or they would come and they would like stand on the chairs and they'd be like, this Chico, isn't funny. Chico I don't like, like it. was f- like four pounds. You yeah. were scary. <laughs> so what did you well, do? Well, it was scary because he would yip over. and nip you. Uh, we would uh, go upstairs, lock the door okay. or like put Chico away. But Chico didn't like that. <laughs> Chico, Chico burned the house down. <laughs> Chico said, not today. Here's another cute, sad story about Chico real quick. Uh, he hated the mailman, as most dogs yeah. do, but him even more so, because Vintage. once again, Chico is an evil little boy. Uh, and one day he crawled out from underneath uh, the side gate, and he just like went off and fucking chased after the mailman. And we're like, oh, no. And then he came back 30 seconds later covered in this orange spray paint. Oh and he God. was crying and whimpering. Oh <laughs> and the mailman had maced Chico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I the think that's Harry's answer then. So eager to mace Chico. That's, yeah, you know, that's not bad. Yeah. Harry could just abuse the dog. <laughs> Like on the way and just give it one quick yeah. kick to the chin. You ever sit on? You ever accidentally step on a dog and you hear like, Rah! yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I here's something I know about dogs. They respond to two different types of um, training. One is like praise and treat based, like good job. You yeah, reward yeah. them for good positive behavior. positive reinforcement. And then the other one is uh, <laughs> negative. Uh, the yelling mace. and hitting, and yeah. You know, the, like they poop on the floor and you rub their nose. Yeah, in. punish the nose, right? Or so, reward the yays. But I feel like if he, I feel like if Harry just lines his pockets with little treats. Oh yeah, that's good. Then every single time he, he just gives the doggy a little treat. There you go. The yeah. End. The problem is when you have a scary dog, you don't want to put your hands next to him because he's been he's draw, he's drawn blood on your ankles. Uh, mm. So. I guess you can take it out and throw it at him. Yeah, before fear. you open the gate, you shake the treat in front of his face. Throw it. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, man. He's eating my hand. <laughs> Why? Uh, is it considered not manly or cool to be afraid of a dog? Is that what he's afraid of? I mean, this. it sounds like he has reason to be afraid of this dog if his ankles are bleeding every yeah. day. Do you have a dog? I don't have a dog. Do you have a cat? I don't have a cat. Do you have a hamster? I have no pets. <laughs> it's just me and myself. Uh, but if a, if, a, if a boy in your life was afraid of your pet? He's got to go. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Ladies, the boy has to go or the pet The boy's got to go. Gotta go. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a lot what of, I would do. I've heard a lot of ladies being like, I love my cat. I love my dog. So you got to get along with that pooch. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, like more so than any... Cause especially a new relationship. Well, Harry Styles is not. Well, he has a relationship with this. Person, no, yeah, I'm just but it's he not. just has a crush. Yeah, he yeah, crush. yeah. He's but just it's just also his cool. tutor. Yeah, I mean, he's grinding her for math. Here's the thing, and if he, if he cares, like, say this dog barks at everybody. Uh, if he can like make the, make it so this dog doesn't bark at him, and this dog likes him. Then he becomes a little more attractive to that That's girl. True. Yeah, because he's like, oh my god, to... that dog hates everybody. What's your yeah. magical quality? Like if if somebody was able to tame Chico, uh, Chico never bit me. Right, I used to pick Chico up. <laughs> you met him late in life, though. He was already an old. He was man dead at that. that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know how we killed Chico, right? What? <laughs> no, I don't like where that's going either. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure we just put him down in a very you weren't even sensible there. way. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. I just got a text message from my mom. I was it's living it. in New York. But she it was an appointment. Back. They made you guys made an appointment. Yeah. It, it, she just texted me. It happened, and I felt oh, it, it became really... cloudy that day, uh, and the lightning that day uh, struck all of my friends growing up. It was che- <laughs> one last one last attack that Chico orchestrated. I like the treat idea. Do you have anything that beats the treat idea? Drug. You can drug. You can drug this dog. <laughs> <laughs> you should drug this dog. Drug and make them the calm. Dog. Give them some you Prozac. You can combine that with the with the treat idea. Is yeah. it a treat or is it abuse? Which one is it? Yeah, uh, it's just a treat. Although dog medicine isn't the deal like you wrap it in food. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. So wrap a little Prozac in some hamburger. Yeah. And then you're like studying math. You look over and the dog just like keels over. You're like, oh, all right. Let's see here. I'm just doing my math problems. Don't notice that your dog is fainted. <laughs> is it <the laughs> not dog, breathing? Is, is that trying to kill? Is it to kill the dog? No. It's to like calm the dog down. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like the. You ha- you have to like sneak over there an hour before your lesson. <laughs> yeah, give the dog the Prozac yeah. and then like wait and, for it to get and then drowsy. take one yourself. I'm still <laughs> picturing him running over to pretend like he's late. Is that what he's saying? Oh, oh. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> oh, I'm so late for the lesson. Oh, oh, ow, ow, wait, but ow. Sorry, it hurts he, me to be this late. Is he sleeping with his tutor? Is that what grind? No, is that's, that what, that's what he wants to do. Oh, but he's he's trying to grind her. Yeah, yeah. I think grind is what that this uh, wherever he's from is how you say tutor because well, I grind get my grind in America my is very is a very sexy thing that he might want to do with his tutor. Yeah, so it works in two ways. Uh, all right, I guess. Uh, Drug the dog, feed the dog. Treats. Act, I, uh, treats. Act yes. cool. How about this? Two layers of socks, thicker shoes. Mm. That way you're padded. You're, you're not scared if he bites you. If he bites you, he's not even drawing blood. I still think treats and winning the dog over are a way to your tutor's heart, which is not something you necessarily asked for, but I'm giving you for free. Yeah. Congrats, dude. Uh, all right. Let's get another male, 23-year-old male college student. Um... Nick Carter. Really? Yeah, I'm sticking with the boy bands. <laughs> uh, I'm doing you, boy bands. Did you like Nick Carter? I was a, I was, a, you know, there was like the big Backstreet Boys versus Insane rivalry. I was yeah. definitely Team Backstreet, but then I went to Team Justin Timberlake. Oh, interesting. That's a totally different so, team. That's yeah. Fair. I totally switched teams, but now I'm not Justin. I'm like I've moved away from Justin Timberlake. Oh, really? Yeah. You're Bieber over Timber. In, in terms of your Justin fandom. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Did you guys know that Nick Carter, if you want to feel old for a second, is 48? Insane. No, that is not true. I want to feel older. That is not a thing. I want That's to feel true. older. It, it's, you're right. It's not true. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's definitely not not true. But I don't Howie know Day. His age. Howie Day Howie is, is 53. Definitely, no, I think Howie Day is more like 75. Permission like, to look up Nick Carter's age? Uh, I'll quickly. say, yeah. I probably know his exact age. Can I guess 39? Wow. No, I don't think he's that much older than me. Maybe he is. Well, what's your guess? He's probably 45. You're 45? Probably right. He probably is. I'm gonna get, I'm he gonna probably guess. is that age. Oh, wow. I really don't know. Wait, Nick Carter's not Eric. Oh, shit. I should have no. announced this guess. I had a thought in a different number in my head, and it, it was that. What did Wait, you say? Wait, okay. Are we guessing Nick Carter's birthday? 39? No, no. We're or guessing how old his age. He is. His age. he is 37. I'll say 39. He's 36. Fuck. Ah, see? And I was going to guess 36. How old is his daddy, though? Search Nick Carter's daddy's age. Nick I bet Carter. it's over 40. 
Wow, Aaron Carter does not look hot no. right now. Nick Carter went through a phase where he was not hot either. Nick Carter's looking fucking But he looks right great now. now. Yeah, he looks good. Nick Carter's back? Yeah, there. Oh, there's like a there's a Backstreet Country album in the works. Holy shit! They're still going. They won't give up. Long hair. That's really nice. All right, all right, all right. Let's read a fucking question. Okay. We don't need. We don't need Jake's live commentary on Nick Carter's new haircut. It's fucking amazing. Really though. Yeah. Let me see that. Is it long? Oh. (laughs) I don't know if I like the long. How? I think it looks cool. Oh, it's like a mane. That looks like, from where I'm sitting, that looks like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> like, it does not look like Nick Carter. Who's also a good-looking girl. I once said that I had Ellen's haircut. Thoughts? I, I believe that. I yeah, believe it. I believe that tweet. All right. I believe that you said that. I'm a 23-year-old male college student, and I wanted to get your advice on a topic that I don't uh, think you've talked about on the show before. Ooh. I met this girl recently who has everything I want in a mate. She's funny. She's nerdy. She's gorgeous. She's Chinese. She checks off all the boxes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm pretty sure she's single. single. I'm pretty sure she's single, so I want to ask her out. The only problem is, I have, uh, because of a brief comment she made, I think she might be pregnant. She's turning 20 next month, and she said she'll, quote, no longer be a teen pregnancy. And I can't figure out if she was referring to an actual situation or a hypothetical one. I also. Uh, I was also kind of noisy in the room, so I might have misheard it entirely. To make matters even more confusing, she has a bit of a noticeably round belly for her physique, but one that's within the realm of just being a normal body shape. So I can neither confirm nor deny her just gestational status just by looking at her. I met her at a school club, so it's not like we've been, uh, I've been seeing her at a nightclub or some other place where only people open to romantic advances would go. Is there some way I can tactfully find out if she's pregnant or not so I can know whether or not it's okay to ask her out? It can be awkward enough just to figure out whether someone's single or not based on context clues, and figuring out whether or not someone's pregnant is a whole different level of awkward that I've never had to deal with or even thought about before. Uh, I could just completely forget about her, but she's a total dime, and I don't want to pass over the chance that I misunderstood something. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Grow up, Nick. She's not pregnant. She made a joke, and you misunderstood her. But what if she is? He's so neurotic. (laughs) She's not. He's He's so far from me. He doesn't even know if he's going to ask her out. She might say no. Yeah, but what if she says yes? She probably will say no. (laughs) <laughs> well, what or if, if she's pregnant, you'll find out if she's if she's pregnant. Would you want to yeah. date someone who's pregnant? I wouldn't want to like fucking ask. Like, I, I, you just don't need to know. He's, I think you need to know. I mean, I think he could just oh, ask her, true. but I don't. I think, I think she was joking. I think she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm no. There's no chance now that I'm going to be." Then a explain mom. the noticeably round belly <laughs> for every her time, physique. Sorry, so every time you're asking somebody out, you ask if they're pregnant first. No, but I don't. I never assume oh, I that see, they are. I see. You're saying like, you assume most people aren't. Yeah. I assume so they you, are not. I assume that people aren't pregnant. But what if somebody that you were thinking about dating made a pregnancy joke, and you're fifty percent sure? Would you still ask her? If out? it was a joke, <clears throat> if it was a joke, then yeah, I would still ask her out. And what if it was not a joke? Then I guess I'd be pretty interested to know her relationship to the father and like what her situation actually is. So you'd go on one date with her. For sure. That's a thing that you can do. How about this? Ask her out anyway. It's only one date. Yeah. That, and then I'm sure it'll come up on the date. Yes. Oh, you, sh- you should ask her out for drinks. Also, she's mm-hmm. 19 and made a joke oh. about being pregnant. Because that's, that's another way to find out if like... Well, now not, ma- they can't go out for drinks yet, can they? 
Uh, where, yeah, but uh, where they live. most 19 to 20 year olds drink anyway. But yeah, I guess they can't legally go to a bar unless it's abroad. But that's a way for, um, I'm of the age now that some of my friends and their wives are like maybe pregnant, maybe not, or like they don't want to announce it yet. And one way to find out is if they were drinking at the party. Yeah, oh, I know that she wasn't drinking anything. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. That's a little clue. Or so what I've been doing is well, I've pregnant, been telling the pregnant like ladies, yeah. So I've been doing like do a couple shots. Like that's not a big deal. My dad's a gynecologist. I'm sure like he would he would let me know if it was actually dangerous. Right. So I've gotten a pregnant girl nine months, completely hammered, shit faced <laughs> with this this weird plot that I have just to like sort of create How, this. You just ruse. tell her to do a couple shots. Yeah. Well, I'll tell her to do a couple shots, and then by the time we're five shots deep, it's like, wait, I thought you were pregnant. Even at nine months, they're questioning it because right, of the alcohol. Yeah. I mean, nine months, that baby's fine. The baby's, are, it's already almost yeah. there. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's you almost, can, it's already a fully formed bun in the oven. Don't, this is not real. <laughs> but that's real. I don't know if that's real. Sorry. It's true. Nine months d- did seem more dangerous, but maybe it's less dangerous. I think it's the, way the less The more dangerous. formed it is. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know enough. But tell you what, my parents, however much they drank while while it, my mom was pregnant, I, they did most of the fucking me up while I was getting raised. You know what I mean? What, what do you mean? <laughs> you were you were still attached to your mommy with an umbilical cord until the age of 10. Was she yeah, still yeah, drinking? Yeah. Like a little child you? leash. Yeah. <laughs> I refused to let the doctor cut it. <laughs> you need to cut it. That's about an umbilical cord. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think we're all on the same page. Ask her out anyway. Ask her out. Or just ask her if she's... How, are they friends, he says? They're friends. They're friendly enough to be hanging out. Yeah, I think you should also just ask her if she's pregnant. I think you could, you, I think you could ask that. I think, yeah. you sh- I think you should ask it. I don't know. But he should, it, he should get a date out of it anyway. But it's always a weird question because it's like, I don't want to say like, are you pregnant? And then it's like, Are oh, you fat? Right. Yeah, you're right. He should, they sh- they she's not date. pregnant. She's this not. Guy, you're right. He, he misunderstood a joke, I think. Yeah. There's no way to like accidentally have her take a pregnancy test right i think it would re- it would definitely involve you like needing to get her to pee on something so it's pretty s- fucked up I right think it's or like as like a goof say like, like hey let's try it out let's, yeah i'll take pregnancy tests yeah i'll take yeah. one too <laughs> what did what yours say you, like, had somebody over and you were and they were like i have to go to the bathroom and you're like oh well don't flush because like my plumbing is a little messed up this seems like a sick a plot to a sitcom <laughs> yeah yeah or, <laughs> but I don't know if like the water dilutes it or what. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. That was definitely in something. I'll look it up later. But it was like we un- they unplugged the plumbing and then they had they like kept drink feeding her water so that she would pee in the toilet. Does this sound familiar to anybody? It sounds like it would have happened on Seinfeld or Keenan and Kel. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Belvedere or all that were the two shows that I was thinking of. I feel Uh, like just generally though, this guy is suffering from. Something a lot of our listeners do, which is like thinking about a problem like five steps in front of your current situation. Yeah, yeah. It's the opposite like, of being cool. He, this guy, all he does is he likes a girl, kind of, and he wants to. Like, it's hard enough asking her out. He, he's like five steps ahead, thinking about asking her if she's pregnant first. Yeah, that's a way harder question. Yeah, don't worry about that yet. Uh, but when you do, uh, then you can ask her. Uh, All right, let's take a break, uh, and we'll be right back with more questions and answers with Ramu and Pals. That's the name of the show, Ramu and Pals. Oh, great. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. 
I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress. So she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just yeah, that. Yeah, okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah that that part doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a fight mm-hmm. with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two-minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah. They'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now, right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa. That's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash if i were you for up to two hundred dollars off damn thank you helix thank you to all form for sponsoring this episode of our show oh yeah baby well if you've been listening to the show you know we love our helix mattresses correct so in an exciting turn of events helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas what? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but okay. fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. And we are returned. Ramu. Yes. What's the deal with your podcast? (laughs) How can people listen to it? What can people expect? Why should people listen to it? And why should they expect? And who else is on it? Okay, it's myself. It's three other black women: Fatima, Alicia, and Aurelia. Okay, I don't need I don't mean to blow up your spot, but I met Fatima and Aurelia, and they're both Asian. They are both Asian. Yeah, yes, they're yes, not actually yes. black. It's a lie. It's all a lie. <laughs> it's all. A it's ruse. not true. But you know, I was. We were <laughs> and hoping Alicia we could is make, from Ireland. We yeah. were hoping we could like make it through for for. for oh, all right. Sorry about. Thank that. you. Thank you for doing that. No. Okay. Fine. They're all four black women. We're four black women. Um, you can find us on iTunes or Great. on SoundCloud or yeah. BlackGirlsTalking.com or on Twitter at BLK Girls Talking. You're all over the place. We're all over the place. Um, we talk a lot about pop culture, black girl shit, 
um, music. Like sometimes we have strayed a little bit from like uh, topical stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes we just like talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, and we've been recently doing a like more. We were calling them bonus episodes, but we stopped calling them that because they're just like our regular episodes with just like, I think I mentioned this before, like one or two of us with people we're really into Uh, to diversify our content. Excellent use of diversifying content. Black Girls Talking, I feel like is one of HeadGum's like biggest success stories because you guys started off uh, as like a smaller show, but you guys' traffic has like doubled and tripled and quadrupled since then as it finds an audience and you guys find a voice. Yeah, it's been really exciting. We do um, joke about, because we're like, how the hell did we end up on HeadGum? Because it's like all their friends and then, hey guys, we're the Black Girls Talking. It's very funny. But we're very glad to be here. Well, well, we're happy happy to to have you. Thank you. It helps to not have just uh, shows on your network that's all uh, white Jews talking. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that does help. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are definitely... You should tell other networks that. (laughs) Well, then our competitive (laughs) advantage goes away. That's true. That's true. Never mind. Don't tell anyone. I'd be fearful of that. You guys saw each other. You all met for the first time in at austin no the first time was in new york we all met in new york maybe two or three years ago but that was the second time we'd all met up together have you guys seen each other since then i've seen alicia for beyonce we went to beyonce together but i haven't seen the others you went to beyonce in la yeah that's pretty Mm -hmm. crazy it's you guys are four hosts and you've only met like two or three times correct yeah and you have uh, you have a podcast together but you guys another none of you live in the same city Right, it's weird, but it's always nice to hear when people don't know that. Everyone thinks we're in New York. We get all yeah. these emails like, come to this event. We're like, none of us have ever, li- <laughs> like we don't live in New York. But it's nice that people can't tell that we're not recording together. Right, that is a good, that's a sneaky so that's little move. That's a good move. job on us. It's, it's not as big of a bombshell as two of them being Asian, but. I know, I can't believe you, I can't believe you out told that. people that. Have you guys thought about just like doing an expansion thing? Like Asian girls talking. Mexican girls talking. <laughs> well, maybe we should cut this out because that's a great idea. You don't want anyone to steal it. <laughs> so it's good. Jake's going to be saying, have you ever thought of, and then we'll have this beep, this dial tone. Okay. And then it'll okay. come back and be like, maybe we should cut that out because that's a great idea. Okay, great. All right, great. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, we have a few more questions and answers uh, that we c- that could really use your wisdom. Are you are you willing to stay stick around for a little while and impart some more? Yes, I hope my wisdom is you know helpful. Oh. So far it's been imparted for sure. <laughs> okay, great, uh, thank you. Uh, we need how about how about a lady's name Ooh, a lady's name um debbie gibson holy shit is that a do your listeners know who debbie gibson is? i don't know who debbie gibson is. you don't know who debbie gibson is no is that oh a my jonas God. no it's like an 80s female rock yes. star right um what was her i don't remember what her song she had like a song debbie did she do listen to your heart no no that was taylor dane that was a great song wow taylor <laughs> Dane. I think that was a Taylor Dane. Taylor Dane Cook. Uh, yeah, I right. should know who Taylor, I should know Debbie a Debbie Gibson song. Sorry, Debbie. Debbie Gibson writes. I got married at 23 to a man who I started dating at 21. He's six years older than me, and was my first boyfriend since high school. No dating in college, just fucking random dudes. I have always had issues with men and confidence. And although aging as a woman is scary, one thing is for sure: I am grateful for the confidence I have gained as I have turned 30. I have a career, and I think I've been told that I'm funny, smart, and attractive, and I feel fairly grounded for who I am. That is in every aspect but my marriage. I might be a success story in that my husband used to be abusive, largely mentally, but a little physical. He drinks a lot, but has calmed that down too, but he's still drunk four to five nights a week. A few weeks ago, he told me that he was no longer attracted to me, and I reacted severely. I have slept with five other men since then. 
one of whom I really have feelings for. For obvious reasons, he's not down. I'm married. I have left a bunch, and I have incurred like $10,000 in debt getting my own place and furniture two times now, and he keeps reeling me back in to that shit storm. I'm ignored, talked to like a child, I feel alone and unwanted, and it's so hard to reject advances in this situation. We are in counseling, but I don't know if I can ever really commit. I wish someone would either tell me, girl... You got a good man. Marriage is hard as fuck. Stick it out. Be grateful. Or, bitch, no. Your doubts are legit as fuck. Get out. You will recover. You will have a home. And maybe even an awesome man again someday. Power through. Am I awful? Am I out of touch with reality? Or do I have the right to want a different and better man in my life? I have to fight either way. But what's the right way? Sorry, can I just jump in and say girl you got a good marriage you have a good man <laughs> make it work make it work 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 no work. debbie yeah jesus debbie knows what she needs to do she knows exactly what she needs to do so why she, she said it in her it? letter what? she also did it twice she she accrued ten thousand dollars worth of debt doing what she needed i know but to do. a lot she, of wisdom comes with 30 and she's i think she's she's like I, there's no reason to keep doing this when you're 25 you accept a lot of shit that you shouldn't accept because you don't know 30s, because like, there is part of you that's like maybe every relationship is hard and maybe everybody that's in a happy marriage was once in a shitty marriage and they stuck it out well i do think i think marriage is hard and i think people don't talk about that enough i think marriage is hard and it should be it's work but he's abusive <laughs> he's a drunk yeah. you don't you need there's no reason for you to still be there i Debbie. mean he's down to being drunk to five nights a week i mean i guess that's progress he's taking mondays and with thursdays <laughs> off but th- it worries me that she spent so much money, like, moving out twice already. Yeah, and she's cheating on him. This is, I mean, yeah. she's hanging on by a thread at this right, point. Right, right, right. So why do people stay in these relationships? Do you have friends that have stayed, or perhaps even you, stayed in a relationship longer than you should have? I stayed in a relationship longer than I should have because his parents owned a uh, bed and breakfast, and oh. it was, like, a really fucking nice bed and breakfast. <laughs> and it was hot, <laughs> and it had AC. It was, like, in the summer, and they had AC. So that was bad. I should not have stayed. And it was kind of abusive, least, too. It was not good. Oh, okay. But I was just gonna say, at least you're getting something out of it. <laughs> I mean, I was good. I was. The AC was great. They had ballroom in the bed and breakfast. It was great. What's ballroom? Yeah. It was a ballroom. Oh, they had a ballroom. They had like a ballroom. Yeah, no to, like, AC. Have dances. Is, no AC is no ballroom are nice enough. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was. So it, then, when the weather young, when the it, weather got cold, you're like, wait a I was minute. Like, I gotta get the it's fuck just out as of cold here. outside yeah. as it is in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that is what I said. Uh, but you've had friends as well who stuck around for longer sure. than Sure. And it's not always for air conditioner. No, sometimes it's it's mostly, I think, because, you know, low self-esteem. You don't know your own worth. She doesn't, Debbie doesn't love herself enough yet to Bieber. do what she needs. To, oh, my God, girl. Maybe yes, you need to love yourself. But what about know yourself, know your worth? That's yes. Drake. Oh, true. See, Drake, Drake, I would never doubt Drake on how much he loves and empowers women. I do. I agree. Oh, you with think that. so? Oh, totally. You think, yeah. you think Drake I, and Beyonce? I, I feel like Drake is that there's like complicated stuff behind yes. Drake doing that. His, his new song is called Control Her. <laughs> oh, don't read between the lines. It's just I mean, about controlling it's complicated. her. It's no, complicated. I, I agree. And some, it also sort of depends on like what perspective you listen to a Drake song in. Like I'm never... Yes. Whenever I listen to a Drake song, I am Drake. I'm not the the girl. Yeah. yeah. And maybe when women listen to it, too, they're like, they think they are Drake in some way. Okay. But even with that. some Beyonce songs I listen, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not actually, like, uh, super pro-lady as everyone seems to think it is. Like what? Um, 
talking about paying people's bills, paying their automobiles. That's that's old though. But that was Beyonce singing it. Yeah, but that was about like him paying your bills. That's or what about totally Lemonade feminist. about a guy cheating on you and then getting back together with him? Yeah, but that's like she made the decision to get back. Like that whole thing is like you are such an apologist, empow- empowering yourself <laughs> to make your own decisions, which is what right. Well, the, that's true. Debbie needs to do. Just because somebody cheats doesn't mean that you have to break up all the time. I agree. Wow. You're, you guys are not pro-zero tolerance policy. I have some tolerance for cheating. Oh, how many strikes are we talking? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, would, I, I don't would, know. I'm like almost zero tolerance, but yeah. I think there are exceptions. I mean, I think there's like a difference between like this thing happened once and like I just cheat on you all the time. Right. There's, like, there's a difference between that. Uh, so do you want to tell this lady, uh, 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 um, bitch, no, your doubts are legit as fuck. Get out. You will recover. You will have a home and maybe even an awesome man again someday. Power through. Yes. I've, like yeah, Debbie. I choose, I choose B. She already knows. She already knows. But you can tell what her fears are in this thing where she's like, you'll maybe even have an awesome man again someday. I think her fear is not getting an awesome man right. again. Well, Which she doesn't need all, to worry about yet. she didn't have an awesome man in the first true. place. So That's to say an true. awesome man again, no, like I, w- I will say that she can get an awesome man for the first time. She's been with a shitty one for nine years. That's a long time. Just very, they're very young. 23 is very young to get married. Yeah. It's like the, uh, you don't know what you've got till it's gone, but in the opposite. <laughs> yes. Like you don't know how shitty it was until he's gone. Yeah. I think she, and I think she still doesn't know how shitty it was. That's why she's like not. She has to pave a parking lot and put up paradise. Absolutely. Which is another Bieber song, I think. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Covered by the County Crows, too. Uh, so let us know if we help. That's three That's three votes for Bitch Know Your Doubts Are Legit As Fuck. Uh, and I'm sure you have friends in your life who would agree with you. Uh, the fact that you were leaving twice, cheating many times, him being physically and mentally abusive. Yeah, I don't yeah. see it's a lot of bad. reasons. Yeah, as a guy like, uh, abuses you in any way, That's that you have to go, uh, go far, far away from Yeah. Him. Uh, all right, we have another question from another lady that I wanted to answer before you went away. Uh, do you have another lady's name? Selena Gomez. <laughs> I don't hate her. I think their relationship was very cute. I liked them together. You're so positive about these <laughs> pop stars. Usually it's fun to talk to someone who's like not cynical, being like, oh, it's such a manufactured fake I relationship. I fucking love pop stars. <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. Like, do you love them like they're your babies? Like they're your Justin friends? Justin Bieber, yes. Like he's my baby. Like, like you would, you're not sexually attracted. No, to I him? am sexually. It's a complicated. I have a complicated relationship. Like, like what do you want to do? You I became hug sexually Bieber? attracted to him like when he became 18. But like, is that real? Am I kidding myself there? Like, yeah. was it before he was 18? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of how. Like, yeah. There, do you remember there was a countdown to when the Olsons turned? Yes, 18? that was how creepy. Fucking creepy is that? Was that? Creepy. Anyway, I mean, I that was up on my website for like a minute, and then I turned it into a different a web counter. Like, and then you realize okay. the fact that you're still bringing it up is so fucked. <laughs> and it, you turned it into a countdown for Nikki and Alex afterwards. <laughs> Nikki and Alex, you know, Wait, they're hot. They're hot they? now, aren't they? Those twins? I think they're hot. Let's you know, they're their age. Is that, are those the Sprouse kids? I think those are the Sprouse. Kids. Oh yeah, they're they're. Uh, Wait, they're the kids from Big Daddy? Dylan. No, I don't no. think so. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Is that the Big Daddy kids? Okay, this is not. There's different wait, twins, I there think. There are. All right, wait. Uh, you know, it's actually it was actually a set of quadruplets. Uh, wait. Kind of like how Nikki Michelle was twins. Nikki and Alex were actually oh. four. That's not really true. I just made that up. Well, are you they... know what? I think that could be true. I would <laughs> believe that. 
How do you even search what Nikki? Are you searching Full House on IMDb for Nikki and Alex? <laughs> uh, I just searched Nikki and Alex. Okay, and it came up. Yeah, there's a. It's not who you said they were. What Strauss. the Sprouses? The, the, yeah. I think that's the big that's daddy. big daddy kids. Yeah. Um, Blake and Dylan Tuomi Willoit. They're tw- uh, 25 or 20, 26. I guess they're 25. This article was written in 2015. Holy shit, they're 26? Sugar. Jesus. Uh, he's kind of cute looking. What is he? Wow. He's no Sprouse. He's no Sprouse twins. Those are, are the, is that Zach and Cody? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Lady's name you said, Selena Gomez? Yes. Hi, Jake and Amir. Thank you guys are wonderful. So I have a bit of a dilemma on my hands. Or should I say chest? To be frank about it, I have very large breasts. My chest draws a lot of unwanted attention for most people. Strangers, male friends, female friends, family members. The problem that I face, though, is not with my body, but with the kind of men that I attract. I'm 24 years old, and I find that most men are interested in me, simply want to fuck me, and that's it. I'm constantly worried about the dudes that hit on me, Uh, because I think they're doing so only to fulfill some kind of fantasy. I'm very cautious about the people I choose to date because uh, being someone's fetish doesn't feel real great all the time. I'm interested in having a real, loving relationship, but that seems hard to find without being objectified. Is there anything I can do? Am I overthinking this whole situation? How do I get over this insecurity? Thanks uh, Thanks in advance for your help. You guys are great. Love. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Does Selena Gomez have large boobs? I don't think she does. Not like unusually large. Yeah. All right. Are the, is this girl? There are they unusually large? Uh, she said pretty large. So we don't really know what that means. Come on, dude. We gotta. <laughs> I gotta know the cup size. Man. Trying to get yeah. off over it, here. It doesn't really say. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, initial thoughts, reactions, feelings. Okay fellow big boobs lady and it takes a while it takes a long time you may want to consider a breast reduction though if it's fucking up your life that much physically had, emotionally um both physically it is hard especially when you're 24 and like haven't learned how to figure it you haven't like completely figured out your body yet right so if it is fucking up her life you should go get a breast reduction or at least look into it i have several friends who've had them and they they're very happy like very happy with no like nobody's like i regret having them no and my friends who've had them like still have big boobs like their boobs are still kind of they're still like c cups good c cups yeah so they're (laughs) still they still have like normal like regular big they're not small boobs what's it like to grow boobs I I I I've, I don't even I've imagined having really. them, but I can't imagine growing them. You can imagine them. having them. Yeah, I've, I've like, oh, what if I had boobs? That would be kind of an interesting, weird I phenomenon. Know, but I, mean, I can't imagine like the. I guess I sort of feel how my yeah. boobs feel. I would say you have B cups right now. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. swole actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do you remember them growing? I don't. I think I got boobs pretty fast. Like I got, I like developed quickly. But I don't. Rem- I just remember have. I just remember them being there. Yeah, you don't remember yeah. the transition. I don't remember the transition. I remember like the training bras. Oh and yeah. Then I like. I was like more of like a sport. I would wear sports bras, and then it was like clear that that was not going to work. Right. But I don't remember like the transition really. Yeah, it was. It went from what you have to what you have right now. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, so, do you? Does this resonate with you at all? This stuff of like. Uh, uh, the kind of men you attract and all this stuff, uh, the problem 
that she's constantly worried that dudes are hitting on her only to fulfill some kind of fantasy. Yeah, but I don't think like I don't know if like we have to know how big her boobs are. I think because <laughs> I don't think it's like a fetish if people are just like, oh, she has like nice boobs. Right. Think- There's a difference between nice boobs and like, whoa, those yeah. are like, the first thing I see. Right. Uh, I, I guess I don't entirely. I don't. I don't know how old she is. I don't entirely remember. Like twenty four. High school. Oh, twenty four is correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sort of feels like guys across the board are assholes who just want to have sex with you. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you specifically know whether you're a guy's fetish and he likes you for that, or guys just want to fuck literally anything? Yeah, I think that we, every almost like the the at at uh, at our base. We just want to fuck. And it's not because her boobs are so big. It, if she had small boobs, she'd be attracting plenty of assholes as well. So her problem may not necessarily be boob specific. Just, just like guy specific. Yeah, yeah, like what if you were an attractive lady and then it's like, is that a fetish to be attractive to a, a, a hot girl? Like, am I making sense? Yes. Tre- treading I, so I mean, lightly as to not offend anybody. <laughs> like, who's to it's say? It's always hard when we have a girl in the room <laughs> and we're trying to figure out. But like, so I imagine, per- I'm not a boob person, but I like big butts. So can like, you lie? I do lie often. Okay. To get so to you like big butts butt. and you can lie. And I am yeah. very good at lying. <laughs> okay. Uh, but be- what is... Just because I think somebody has a really nice butt, that doesn't mean like I fetishize a butt so much so that I don't even care about somebody. Isn't right. it just like a guy might have a, a strong profile, a nice nose and chin? Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, oh, wait, do you want to fuck me just because I have a nice chin? Right. Like what's, what's an allowable level of why you're attracted to someone? Right. And like how physical, superficial can it get? It's a physical feature and some people will be physically attracted to the fact that you have large boobs. Right. Or good hair or tall or uh, I don't know, anything really. But if it's, I guess we don't experience it like I don't have something about my person that brings on un- unwanted uh, I've never been objectified. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I think I might like it, I don't actually have the experience. I might be down if anyone wants to try <laughs> some sort of weird social experiment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do, I mean, what I do think, we say? I think you're Jake's the right. Think you have to lead this. I mean, I think you're right that it's probably not boob specific. It's probably just guys are scumbags, especially at 24. So you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it like the rest of us and date scumbags. Oh really? Yeah, I think well, that's just what happens. Yeah, scumbags. we all date scumbags. Have, and you, have you dated scumbags? Lots of I dated a lot of white rappers, so like really? in general That sort of that sounds like a different way to say scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because one of them was just a dentist. I just call him a white rapper. Uh, because of that's how scummy of a bag he is. So you're saying I shouldn't pursue this hobby of mine? This rapsting hobby, <laughs> you know. I mean, if you if you real if it's really in your heart, I just think I have good flow. Okay. And I mean, you could call me progressive oh, you're because <laughs> my flow is so tight. <laughs> uh, and uh, is there anything I could do? Breast reduction? I think she should. If it's like bother, because it doesn't seem like it's bothering her. She doesn't. From her question, she's not saying like it's bothering her life. It's just bothering her dating yeah. life. It's almost like. She's not having like any inward fear about the breast. Thing. Like, right? It's, it's not hurting her physically, and she's she's not uncomfortable. She's worried about the outside world and right. how their their her breast will be perceived. I think she has a lot of like self awareness for a twenty four year old, which is good. good. And Applause I for think, 
I think, yeah, I don't, I think she's worrying a little too much about her, about guys and her boobs. And you know what? You can, it's not like dating and fucking is this thing that it's not like a deep pool you have to jump right into. You can go out with like on one or two dates. I mean, you can go out on as many dates with somebody as you want to try to figure out if they're only trying to fondle your breasts and you don't have to let them. Right. Right. You can like, attract somebody with your big breasts that are still inside your shirt and not being touched or fondled and go out on several dates. And then if you decide, oh, this person is cool and they might like me for who I am, now I let them touch my breasts. That's and now I like let you plan. touch my breasts. That's like the plan that I'm going to use now. That's like a good plan. That's a, that's like my new dating plan. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what was your old dating plan? <laughs> Just let him touch the boobs. I think that was the old dating plan. Uh, am I overthinking this whole situation? A little bit. How do I get over this insecurity? Just go date. Just keep dating. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep dating. Yeah, you're young. This is all comes with like accepting your body. Yeah, How does you, she, it, you get better because like yeah, you. It's so much easier in your late twenties to like go on one date and know somebody is a scumbag or not. Yeah, when you're young, it's basically so many people are scumbags. You put up and you you put up with a lot more. Yeah, when you're 24, it's mm. just like our other like Debbie. God. Aren't we all the perfect age right now? <laughs> I bet there's a bunch of 40-year-olds being like, what are these 30-somethings know? They don't know anything yet. You really learn it at age 42. Uh, all right. Thank you, Ramu, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for allowing it to an- us to answer some of these questions that perhaps we shouldn't answer when it was just me and Jake alone in a room. Great. Uh, well, uh, how do people, again, one last time, the podcast is Black Girls Talking. Yes, blackgirlstalking.com, BLK Girls Talking on Twitter. Uh, for more Ramu and her three friends, uh, great podcast uh, on the HeadGum Network. Honored to have you uh, both you. on the network and on this episode. Uh, if you listening out there have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, that opening one was written by Eric Lurie. This closing one is by confidenthitmakers.net. Uh, Great URL. That 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 email address for everything is if I were you show confidenthitmakers.net gmail.com. Uh yeah, that's right, confidenthitmakers.net. How'd they land that one? Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, they yeah. must have got in, in the early 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 aughts. Yeah. So the World early. Wide Web wasn't all taken up real estate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pretty long one, actually. Confidenthitmakers.net? <laughs> yeah. .com is available, actually. I don't know why they Amazing. think they're a network or what. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, everybody. And uh, tickets still available for our shows in Dublin and London, I should say. So come see us in Europe. Uh, all right. Later, guys. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.